also holding somewhat of a, um, I'll just say a brothel, if you will, in this house. This other oh. next door neighbor. Big Dane Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Trimborn, and in this podcast, find the connection in the weird experiences that we all share. Listen to new episodes on Tuesdays wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friends. In this week's episode, I'm chatting with John Bandish from Conchi. Listen to his weird and interesting neighbor story. Find out what happened in front of his house when his neighbors were intoxicated and passed out. Welcome, John. Hey, how you doing? Good. How's it going for you? I'm ready for summer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I'm totally with you. Totally there with you. Today was like nice, but not quite there yet. Well, um, down here by the beaches, it was uh, it was in the mid '60s, so I uh, I was out for a walk. I'm not gonna lie to you. Love the beach. Jealous that you live there now. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we get into the the episode, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from. All right. So my name is John Bandis, uh, like you said, and. Um, I'm originally from, I was born in Philly, so I get to say I'm from Philly and not just the surrounding area. Uh, but I grew up in the uh, country Plymouth area. I went to PW many years ago. And uh, yeah, I came down here to uh, Lower Delaware to, to live uh, a few minutes inland from Bethany Beach in Rehoboth. And uh, I'm still up in country a lot, still have all my roots. And uh, yeah, I'm a uh, fine artist, I'm an oil painter. So I go up and down the East Coast. Uh, I actually just yesterday signed a new contract with a new gallery up in New Hampshire. So happy to be on this podcast and talking about some crazy cookie series. And yeah, that's me. That's so cool. Um, Well, I can't wait to see what, what else you have coming out then for your art. I feel like all of your stuff. I'm like, I love, I love everything. Thank you. So talented. I mean, I always like the oils. Like, I think that's so cool. That in like watercolor. I will tell you, I'm a terrible watercolorist, but all I do is oil. It's slow, and I love it. I'll have to share with you um, my mom's friend. She does a lot of watercolor, um, and it's like, like blows my mind. I'm like, how are you doing this? But anywho, yeah. Um, So let's get to know you a little bit more um, with some weird questions. So. Said you had some weird superstitions, so let's let's hear about it. Okay, uh, so I definitely have at least one weird superstition where, um, if, <laughs> if if I see, well, I guess I have like I can truly really say like two. Uh, one's kind of fun, and, and one's uh, definitely weird. Um, I'll start with a weird one. Um, <laughs> it's funny to even think about it because like I've. I don't, I don't know if I've ever actually said it like publicly out there. Um, if, uh, if I wake up and, uh, and I don't immediately reach for water, um, 
I feel like I'm going to have the worst day in the world. I have to like the first thing I do before I do anything, I check the phone, anything. I have to have, I always have like a bottle of water or a glass of water by the nightstand. And if it's not the first thing I do, I freak out. And I was like, oh, I got to like lay back down and like pretend like I fell asleep or actually fall asleep. And then like oh my gosh. go for water. <laughs> wow. Interesting. You yeah. I don't know. It's like last seasons. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because had it was all about like like weird things you do in your routine, so that's a little weird. Um, but I have a I always keep like a water bottle next to my nightstand as well. Um, but that's interesting, I guess. I don't know why. Like I'm always drawn to water. I mean, like I fly yeah. move to the beach, and it's like what I paint. Like it's mostly revolves around like water, or whatever. So it's not like surprising in that respect. And, like, everybody, like, goes to bed with a glass of water or something. That's not, like, normal. But, like, mm-hmm. I just mentally freak out. And I'm like, if I don't do this, I'm going to have, like, the worst day. Like, I'm, like, terrified that I'm going to be like, oh, my God. I'm going to, like, Did- like <laughs> go, like, I'm not going to have any water to drink all day if I don't do this now. Like, I just freak out. So. Mm. And nothing had happened to you before where you I mean, unless I, re- unless I, like, repressed memories or something, I don't think so. But yeah, well, they say you block out trauma, so maybe you blocked it out. I mean, maybe I don't know. Well, all good stuff. Now let's get into this weird neighbor experience. Um, <laughs> break it down for me. Where were we? What year did this? All right, so I don't remember what year, but I okay. used to. So I'm from country. I lived in country. I bought my first house in country. Um, I was at 545 Old Elm Street, so technically Plymouth Township in Cunnytown, but basically country. And if you're ever on Old Elm up that way, it's a cul-de-sac. Um, and I never, I didn't have anybody on the other side of me because it's 476. And then the, uh, across from me was just sort of like an open lot. Um, so like anytime that we saw like a car that wasn't like a neighbor's car that we knew who it was, we were all kind of like looking like that. We were very suspicious because... We had our own little corner of the world. Nobody really bothered us. And we were cool with that. Um, I say we as in myself who lived there for a number of years. My neighbor had been there for like 20 years. Uh, Jimmy was kind of like our unofficial block captain. He literally grew up on that street. So he had been there for like, you know, 50 years. And and in general, all of us had been kind of like lifers for a while there. So there was one house, though, that was always uh, for rent. And there would be somebody new that would come in like every so often. And it was like, that's cool. It's you know, it's not a big deal. We just, hey, you know, it's our little corner of the world. Just be respectful, that kind of thing. And um, so, again, like, it wasn't, like, odd that, like, every once in a while, maybe a new car, but then we knew who they were. Sure. So, some point uh, with all of this, one of these new renters, they were young. They liked to party. I'm like, listen, I can't judge because I was 20 a long, long, long time ago. So, I used to do the same thing. <laughs> so I'm not going to, like, judge you for you doing your thing, whatever. You know, and I don't mind, like, you know, the late nights or something like that. So all of a sudden I'm in um, I'm in the house and I hear this loud like thudding kind of crash sound like a up 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 you know and I'm like what is going on? Hmm. Go out from uh, from I was on the second story. Go out to the front of the house and I look out the window and all I see is this jeep that's like half on the curb on the sidewalk, half off. Wheels all turned, doors open, the tops all like flying out. Okay. And I see my next door neighbor, Gene, like standing over top of this person. I don't know who they are. I'm like, and what what just happened? (laughs) Yeah. And so 
so the guy was like outside of the car like did he get ejected or something or like no no just kind just of like street? almost like if you like what i found out later like almost as if like you kind of like opened the door and just sort of fell out of your vehicle not oh, like okay flying across the yeah. street or Yep, yep. So I, of course, like a neighbor, like a good human being, just like, I'm going to go help you. So I didn't even like think to grab my phone to like, I don't know, call 911 or something. Um, we again, kind of usually just help ourselves out. I don't know what happened. He didn't crash into anybody's vehicle or like there's a telephone pole right there. Like he missed all of that. I didn't, I just didn't know what happened. So it sounds like, oh my God, like somebody was wrong. Like, how is this weird? Well... You come to find out that uh, it's one of these new uh, these new renters, and uh, they were very heavily intoxicated. So then I got a little like kind of like angry, almost like, "Hey man, you're driving drunk in the middle of the day. This is happening like middle of the day, middle of the summer, like twelve one o'clock in the afternoon." Like, wow! I was just not about late to ask, at night. Like, normally, I think we all think at least. For me, the first thing that comes to mind if someone's driving drunk, it's at night because people go out late at night, go to bars, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like, like, hey, in the middle of the day, like, what are they? What are you doing? Yeah, you would think like two, three o'clock in the morning. I would have expected that and been like, okay, well, we, you know, not that it's okay, but like I would have expected right. that more, not in the middle of the day. Well, <laughs> my neighbor Gene, who's this great guy. Um, I loved living next to him. He, he was always a super helpful kind of guy. He always wanted, he kind of got to give your shirt off his back, right? Um, he's like out there trying to be like, you know, what's going on? Like, you know, can we help you? And find out that like, um, he was driving with a suspended license. So like somebody else had already called the police. So like, we, wow. this is unbeknownst to us. So the license okay. was suspended. They had a bunch of tickets already. They had an arrest warrant out for them in Philly and in Norristown. Okay. Wow. Two separate names, which was like, okay, well, I guess you have like fake IDs or something. Um, and like all this is happening and like, uh, this is just like right in front of my house. But, and that's just like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know what to like say or do or whatever. So they're completely spilled out, completely like hammered and wasted. And they're trying to help them. And we're just trying to help them like get inside didn't know this. So eventually Plymouth and country cops come, they get this guy. Well, what I didn't know also at the time, uh, a little bit to add some like extra ridiculousness to the story was that they, they as in the police, and I don't know what police, I don't know like how this was all happening. Um, uh -oh. Full disclosure, I wasn't there the day that the police came back to arrest this person, but oh. this person was, um, also holding somewhat of a, um, I'll just say a brothel, if you will, in this house. This other oh. next door neighbor is telling us, hey, I've looked out my window and I can see a party mm -hmm. of sorts happening. You quote, had a teenage unquote, party. <laughs> quote, unquote. The video version of this will not be released. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay kind of like PG or whatever for this. Uh, oh, we can without... curse and whatever, so that's fine. Okay, well, there's basically and... <laughs> a sex party happening, and let's just say usually those things involve money, alcohol, drugs, something that's happening, right? Yeah. And uh, this other neighbor of mine, uh, Ginny, was saying, like, yeah, like, I've seen this. I came home one day and saw this person sitting on those steps with their head in the lap of another person. 
And I'm like, oh, this is getting like too much for like even Kunchi. I'm like, this is this is no, this is not okay. So finding all this out, yeah, not for Kunchi. Like, come on. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, oh boy. So finding all this out, they have an arrest warrant. They've like they hit somebody else's car at some other point, and like this this person, and I say person because I I don't know how they identify, and I know the world is what it is now. But we definitely found out that they were, uh, at the very least, I'll say just transgender. I don't know what how they identify. I don't want to do anything like you mean to nobody. But yeah, no. so they, they they were all of these things wrapped up into one and this like crazy character of a person who like I never really actually like met. I, I don't even know his or her name. I, so I don't I don't know even how to refer to them as what their name is. But I just mm-hmm. <laughs> sat there like. All of this stemmed from the fact that the very first time I'm ever introduced, like getting interacted with this person is they are literally falling out of a vehicle. At the time, I didn't know that they were drunk until later. They have arrest warrants with multiple names. They're having like this crazy sex party life at this like house in country. And I'm like, what wow. happened? <laughs> where, like, where, what world did I just like come out of? Maybe they recruited some peeps from seventh heaven that used to be <laughs> listen uh, people re- know this as the country ballet so if anybody watching this will remember that phrase or that name of that spot you know if that was the case I, uh, listen you can keep whatever stays at the ballet let it stay at the ballet and I, i'm good <laughs> wait was um i guess during that time was seventh heaven there when this was happening you know, to be honest, I don't remember when Seventh Heaven closed. Um, well, Seventh I know that Heaven building... closed recently. Oh, did it? Because so I know if this, yeah. Well, then, then yes, see... at the time, because this was years and years ago, so this wasn't yeah. like any time in the recent last year or two. This was way before COVID or anything else. So, right, right. Um, yeah, wow. I found, and it's like I find all of this information sort of out like in piecemeal, like after the fact, and going. Um. Nah, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> like, that's just a little too much for me. So, so yeah. let me ask you this. So, like, how long, like, what kind of time span had happened? Like, like it was like, I think okay, day one. Maybe a month. Out of the car. A month. So like, it was maybe like a month. Little that you found out some information, like, over a month. Yeah, month and I say time. little by little, and that, I don't even know if a month would be, that may be, like, way too long. if uh, Because it happened a while ago, and I just... When I when I started thinking about it, I'm like, man, like I don't remember when that happened. I should reach out to Gene and like say, like, do you remember when this started? You know, because I I remember he was involved with. Uh, excuse me, it wasn't him. It was Jimmy was involved. They had sideswiped either his truck or his wife's car or his son's truck. I forget whose car they had sideswiped, but they were involved in. Um, well, I guess that would be like a small claims lawsuit or something like that. Like. Um, but they were involved in something like that. And I don't remember what happened as a result of that, but he's the one that, I mean, they literally live right next door to him. So he could like, he heard it, saw it. He experienced it more than we did. I just all of a sudden was like, Hey, who's the new renter? <laughs> what? They're doing what on the front steps? Jesus. <laughs> okay. Let's take a quick break for a limited time only you'll have free access to my coffee page. No, not actual coffee. This is a place for all exclusive content that won't be on my Instagram or Facebook accounts. 
checkouts, sneak peeks, behind the scenes, extra audio clips, and much more. Just have a tap on my link tree, look out for that coffee cup icon, and boom, you'll be on your way. Wow. I see back in the day, it used to be a wild place, y'all. If you're all new to the country, it was wild. Shit gets crazy. Um, <laughs> what was I going to ask? Um, so with the parties, did that happen during the day too? Or was that late at night? or both? From my understanding, it was for the time that they were there, it was any time. And I guess whenever they wanted to start, whenever they wanted to start. So I don't know if that meant eight in the morning or eight at night. I don't know. Wow. That, that part was like, once I started to learn like a little bit, I was like, yeah, enough is enough. <laughs> and then when I, I do remember when I saw, if memory serves, correct me, there was Montgomery County Sheriff's Department, Plymouth and Country PDs were all there to, uh, to finally take him or her and whisk them away. Do you know, um, you may not know, but do you know what happened to, like, everyone at the party? Like, did they get fined or, like, some kind of No. To be honest, I don't know. Um, I know that um, a lot of the other vehicles that we had seen coming and going uh, stopped showing up when they left. So I guess that was the end of that party's house. Yeah. um so did they also get evicted then and get did you get news after that i think they did well and i do we did have uh, a whole new set of uh, set excuse me a couple of neighbors that had come in um and they all were like sort of normal so like i don't know if like whoever like the landlord was Somebody had said it's somebody that lived on somewhere else on the same street that they own the house. I don't know, can't confirm or deny that aspect. But like that was the only other that was the only like weird anomaly of like neighbors that lived on this street. Like we live I guess I'm not doing like the best of job of like explaining the context of like I try to imagine like a sleepy little street corner in Kunchi that like it was a dead end. So like it, you you would never turn down there just because it was this like right. sort of tucked out of the way, a little cluster of houses, like we, we sort of unofficially policed ourselves, you know, when, whenever there was snow, right. Uh, and Plymouth would come and, you know, do their plowing, they wouldn't send an actual plow vehicle. It was one of the parks and Rex guys in like a pickup truck with a little plow attachment on the front. And even then I, I knew him cause I went to high school with his son. So I would always get everybody's cars bunched to one side so that they had an easy, clear access to plow most of the street. And that was always like, See you later, Mr. Loscavo. You know, Joe, I said hi. You know, it was, we were a very, like, tight-knit little community and very kind of quiet, sleepy street and country. Like, so, like, for this to happen was like a, like a bomb going off in the middle of it going, whoa, this was, like, nuts, you know? Like, essentially, I'm just going to say the word prostitute. I don't know if that's completely accurate or not, but that's just how I remember it. So, right. like, a prostitute living on your street, like, it was just, like, Doing what on the steps? I don't want to know. I don't want to (laughs) know. That is wild. I wonder, now, I don't know when more than the curve had started their little news media, but if, say, if they did head start back then, that's 
that would probably be the first headline. <laughs> I, listen, if there was somebody that was going to report on it, I would have definitely been out there being like, hey, look, man, this is what I saw. I'll tell you. I don't uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That is so wild. Like, I can't even, I can't even picture that here, you know? Like, I could see that. Well, that was what I, like, when I, when I came across, um, like, when I was, like, thinking about this, I'm like, I don't know if people are going to believe me, if they're going to, like, look at me or, like, listen to this and go, ah, I don't know, that doesn't sound quite believable. And I'm like, ah, I don't know how else to, like, what else to tell you? Like, you know, Gene and Jimmy still live on the street in the same houses. Like, I'm not telling you to go knock on their door or something, but they're there, you know. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what an interesting story. I definitely cannot top that for a weird neighbor story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if anybody, whoever comes next. This is going to be the first episode on the season. I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's celebrate. Next show is a rock and roll show, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this weird neighbor story. Um, and who knows, maybe someone is finding connection with the story somehow. And maybe they have a similar story in a different town. Uh, somebody else has um, another country ballet story, huh? Yeah. Um, but um, if people want to get in touch with you, you know, maybe they have some more questions or they just want to look at your art. Um, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on social media on Instagram, John Van uh, I also have a Facebook page as well on my website, www.john, like John Bon Jovi, bandishart.com. And you can see my art is on display up there in country at the artist loft. So if you walk in, say hi to Matt yeah. and say, Hey, I'm going to see some John Van Art, and he'll direct you right to the wall where all my stuff's at. Yeah. Yep, pick it up local. That's it. Still local. Mm -hmm. Still art, still there. I love the beach, but I still love country. Yeah. Well, thank you again, and we'll catch everyone next week. See ya. All right, my friends. Thanks for listening, and be sure to listen to new episodes on your preferred platform. Stay up to date with my podcast by going to my Instagram or Facebook accounts at The Baked Dane Podcast. Interested in being a guest? Just go to my link tree, tap on Be a Guest, and fill out the form. All right, catch you next week.